Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Weirdly enough, I actually just got a text from Lizzie about this show and he said, Listening to 10 episodes of Damn Straight is to watching a day-long marathon of Law & Order as listening to 10 episodes of Damn in reverse order is to watching a day-long marathon of Law & Order SVU. That is goddamn hilarious and confusing. But uh, no, that's really funny that if you listen to Damn Backwards, it's it's like uh, not backwards, like backmasking. I, I don't say like Paul's dead or summon a demon or anything. But um, but listening to them in reverse order is like an ep- like a lot of order as for you. Uh, that is too goddamn funny. All right, well, um, let's just start in on the list you cannot see. And I just got an email. But I spent uh, a day last week uh, sitting in, at Honda getting my uh, car worked on. And I was talking about um, how I was just going to sit and watch a bunch of anime. And I didn't do that. Um, it took about five hours. But I got a lot of work done. I actually sliced some of the websites and wrote some Black Falls. And actually got a lot of work done. It was nice. It was almost like I was forced to have like a day off and was put in a position where they were like, you have to work now. And part of the reason why I did so much work is because their Wi-Fi sucked. So I had to do a bunch of stuff just to keep my mind going because their Wi-Fi sucked. I couldn't really get online very much. I couldn't upload, you know, episodes as well as I do um, when I'm at the day job or at home. And speaking of uploading episodes, we launched Exotic Liability under the BACN. It was a pre-existing podcast that Lizzie did with his friends, and we kind of, quote-unquote, got the rights to it and put up, like, all 86 episodes. So, yippee, a new show that I don't have to do anything with um, or for. It is... I wouldn't consider it a dead podcast. Um, Lizzie's talking about kind of doing a sequel uh, podcast to it, which I've talked about before, uh, but he's going to be very busy coming up. But um, we're going to be launching a whole bunch of stuff coming up. Um, I haven't recorded any of Mr. Wright yet. It's been on my list. i got to get it done. Um, Black Falls is, the end of it's getting closer and closer. I think I've got another maybe um, three weeks worth of, of Black Falls, and then Mr. Wright will start up almost immediately after. I might take a week's break and just breathe, as I've talked about. Sometimes I do feel like I'm stretching myself too thin with all the podcast stuff, which is ironic because I had a meeting with a friend, and we started talking about yet another podcast that the working title is Caster of Puppets. Um, it's basically a metal show. Um, I sat and met with one of the hosts, my friend Dan, and we talked about, um, I had a few logo ideas, um, we're brainstorming names, uh, he was a font of not only metal knowledge, but, um, we were talking about, like, fun segments we could do, and he thought of, like, 20 of them, like, off the top of his head, and bear in mind, the other co-host, Scott, wasn't there, so when they put him, when I put him, get them together, rather, I, I, I'm sure that they will just start barfing, um, ideas at me, um, but it's gonna be great, we're gonna do local spotlights, they're, um, stealing the top five from, um, shooting the gap, which I thought was a fun idea, it was actually funny getting into the nuts and bolts of how to start a podcast, because Dan's like, yeah, we've had this idea and we just don't know what to do with it and you're you know you have a structure and you obviously I'm well versed in doing podcasting uh being that this is episode 104 of our you know fifth uh, one of our uh I think this was the third shot at the gate but anyway and it was funny talking about the kind of the mechanics of how to do everything and one of them was you know he goes so what's the premise and I said or, or like you know what's the protocol here I said well we record 
um, I go and I, you know, edit and mix down and I'll put in all the little bits of music you guys want me to put in because I'll be doing, you know, samples of, of uh, new artists and old artists and stuff like that. Um, and then I throw it into, you know, tag it in iTunes and plop it onto the internet um, based on our release dates. And he goes, okay, cool. Like, how much is this going to cost us? And I went, nothing. I said, I'm doing, I'm, you know, the shows are free. Um, you know, we're not at the advertising level yet, but we did just get our RSS fixed. Um, if I can go on a quick sidebar, we did just get our RSS fixed. So now you see um, not just episodes one through 50, you actually see the most recent 50 episodes, which is really nice. I kind of hurt us for a little while, um, but uh, everything is fixed on the RSS ever since we switched over to our new audio hosting. So it was kind of funny that Dan thought, you know, that I was going to charge him for all this. And I'm like, no. And when one show takes off, it'll probably kind of take a few other shows with it. And then, you know, maybe that'll make a splash. And then, you know, we'll just keep going. I know podcasting is still a fringe media. Uh, but to me, it seems like everyone and their mother has a goddamn podcast. And uh, that the whole industry is saturated. But, you know, we're trucking along. We're doing, I think we're doing great work. And that is usually its own reward. Um, but a little bit of money would be nice. And it was funny talking to Dan about, you know, the structure of the show because he's guested on the sports show a couple times and, you know, he goes, oh, are you going to jump in? I said, well, that's the, uh, Ryan and Gonzo decided it would be fine if I kind of jump in with jokes or we do the dugout or, you know, I'm involved in the top fives or that, yeah, I kind of insisted we do a pop culture top five so I would have, um, something to do while they record. And... I told him, I said, you know, if you want me to, like, not talk, that's fine. It's your show. Um, my teeth keep whistling, and I apologize for that. Uh, but I said, it's your show. If you don't want me to say anything, um, that's fine. It's it's you and him. Like, that's more than fine. Um, you know, most shows, their producer doesn't really talk a great deal. Um, I'm okay being Katie Levine and just quietly recording everything and engineering it all. I said, uh... I mean, really, we're going to get in an argument because, I mean, I do listen to metal, but, um, you know, my favorite genres are punk and new wave. I said, you know, we're probably going to get into arguments. And he goes, oh, my God, we could totally have, like, genre wars. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I'm really excited for this metal show. Um, the the logo idea I had um, is kind of shaping the podcast itself in terms of working title and the, and the logo. The logo is going to be really fun. Um, if we end up using it or not using it, I'll probably post it to our Facebook and Twitter um, when I'm done with it, just because I'm going to be really, really proud of this one. I'm kind of thinking um, both inside and outside the box. I looked at a bunch of Metal Show logos on Player FM, and I was really just underwhelmed. It's all like flaming skulls and hands doing the goat, and uh, but nothing, nothing really like fun. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I kind of went, well, you know, let's think of like metal and all that. And then, um, I kind of thought outside the box in terms of my own design standards and how I like, uh, you know, I mean, every artist has their, their thing, their style. I'm kind of thinking outside of my own style in terms of this logo. So it's, it's not huge uses of, uh, negative space. It's not like, um, stark. It's not like, you know, some of some of my designs are straightforward. Some of them, um, you know, are a little bit more obtuse. But once again, uh, I'm a huge fan of, of negative space work and block shading. So this one's not going to have a whole lot of that. It's going to be really, really fucking neat. Speaking of doing stuff on my computer, iOS 9 
came out, and I did talk a little bit about it on No Applause in terms of I'd just gotten it that day. Um, really, my battery life is a little better in terms of those energy settings, and, you know, the multitask is now, like, pains, as, or, um, like, uh, pages as opposed to pains, um, P-A-N-E-S. I don't know, other than, like, some visual shit, like, I, I don't really see a huge difference. A lot of the stuff they've put out in terms of, like, the, the, the all the stuff in pictures you can, like, sc uh, scrub through your pictures, like, I'm not really, like, in my pictures folder all that often. A lot of the stuff um, that they've added, um, like, you can scribble on, you know, emails. I, I don't do that. I don't give a shit. I like that you can add attachments for, uh, from your phone's email. That's really cool. But I rarely, rarely have attachments when I email people on my phone. So um, I'll tend to do it on my computer because that's what I tend to work on the most. So really, iOS 9, I'm, I'm just whelmed. Um, not over, not under, simply whelmed. Talking about being whelmed, you know, I've talked a couple weeks about how I've got a friend going through some stuff. Um, unfortunately, it's going to affect one of our shows. It's uh, sort of. I literally have the, the note says, the fate of shooting the gap. And what's going on is uh, Gonzo's taking a little sabbatical from the show, and um, I had to talk to Deb and Lizzie about that. Um, as they are the uh, chief officers alongside me. You know, Deb goes, well, talk to Ryan. He's the one that's going to have to kind of carry the burden of the show and see what he wants to do. And she was actually really okay with it, and I was pleasantly surprised. I talked to Ryan uh, on Monday, and he goes, uh, he's more confident than he was a year ago to carry the show, especially since it's during football season. He'll have stuff to talk about. I think we're going to be lining up a bunch of, like, rotating co-hosts and guests. Um, there'll probably be a couple what we call Dugisodes, where it's more pop culture-oriented. Um, it's just me and Ryan. So, Shooting the Gap is not going away. I was afraid that they were going to take a hiatus, um, which was going to shoot them in the foot, since we just got all that RSS stuff done. But no, so the fate of STG is actually, you know, kind of positive. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm going to be teaching Ryan how to record their own shows so that I don't have to be there, and that frees me up to work on other shows or work on logos or finish updating our website. The new website should be pretty pretty good to go, like, middle of fall. Um, I'm kind of dragging my feet. I just, I, uh, you know, I have a giant list of stuff to get, you know, through for the network, and the redoing the website's, like, the last thing on the list um, because it's so time-consuming, and... It's not like if I don't do it, we don't have a website. That's just not true. Lastly, we brought this up on No Applause, but I want to get more into it on this one, uh, on this show. Deb's sister brought up a very interesting quandary, an existential dilemma, if you will. Is cereal soup? I mean, yeah, you could, I guess you could call it breakfast soup. But, you know, it's like one of those where I'm like, no, it's cereal. Everyone initially says, no, it's cereal. And this is the same thing as, like, as a hot dog a sandwich. Um, and then I flipped out on the show because I couldn't remember how the hot dog buns were cut that I had like two weeks ago because they were like differently cut. They were like side cut. I don't know. But anyway, um, there's a liquid base and then there's like, you know, the kind of raw ingredients. When I kind of like, it makes you stop for a second because you're like, because everyone's like, no, cereal's cold. I'm like, well, gazpacho's cold. You know, I mean, there are cold soups. There are soups with hard things in them. I can't think of one. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, crunchy stuff in soup. I don't, I don't fucking know. You know, I guess when you put the little noodle, the crunchy noodles on your egg drop soup, that's kind of, sort of, it's, you know, that's like Chinese cereal soup. So, you know, think about it. Think about it. But what the fuck, right? Like, 
is cereal soup. Who the fuck thinks of this shit? Man, oh man. Anyway, so that's that's it. Um, I think uh, people who have heard me talk about the whole soup cereal thing expect me to go off longer about it. Um, I've just been talking about it so much off air that I'm kind of, I've, I've said my piece. And I think we can all kind of agree that if you look at it as there's a liquid base and then you add the ingredients, it's basically breakfast soup. But then I guess you could call soup like dinner cereal, but you can actually have cereal for dinner, so that doesn't work. So, no, by transitive properties, soup and cereal, not, no, mm -mm, nope, can't, can't do that. So, uh, there you go, I just scienced my way out of that one. Huh? Huh? Yeah, science. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses about soup. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!